Welcome to Shi'ar Jeshub, coming from Shi'ar Jeshub Christian Tabernacle in Madison, Connecticut. Hi, I'm Patty Scalzo, and today we will be concluding a sermon delivered by my husband, Pastor Greg Scalzo, on endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit in the body of Christ. This sermon was part of his series on heavenly authority, and when we left off, Pastor was making the distinction between being one in heart, one in spirit, and being one in the fullness of the mind of Christ. As an illustration, Pastor Greg was describing a meeting that occurred a number of years ago. Let's go back a couple of minutes to the start of his account. Let me recount an event that happened a number of years ago. Some of you have heard uh, this account, so bear with me. This was a ways back. It was in the late 80s, I believe. Um, the churches in this area, a lot of the leadership was getting upset because people, families, will, will be in a church, then pick up, leave that church, go to another church. This was especially among the Bible churches. There were some mainline churches involved, but what I'm speaking about here was among mostly the evangelical Bible churches in the area and moved from church to church. And the, the pastors, the elders felt it was like a revolving door. So they called this meeting. I did not know what the meeting was going to be about. They included me in. We were a new church in the area. So I came into the meeting, and I find out right away what it's about, that they want to stop this movement of people from one church to another. It caused a lot of complications. And they, what they were saying, there was some biblical basis to it in that their point was that some of the people, as soon as you got to an area that convicted them in the scriptures, they'd pick up and leave because they didn't want to hear about it. And that's true. That happens. But their solution was Gestapo-like. What they wanted was, if my people leave my church and go to your church, I want you to pick up the phone and call me and tell me they've come to your church, then rebuke them and send them back, and I'll do the same for you. If they're your people come to my church, I'll pick up the phone, call you, tell on them, and send them back to you. And this way we keep everything nice and steady. And we can do our calculations better, I guess. Now, I don't doubt that. And, and after all, we're all brethren. We're all brothers in Christ, right? We have the unity of the Spirit. We're one, so we should do this for each other. I don't doubt that the, the majority of the people in that room believed in the Lord Jesus. The majority of the people in that room loved the Lord Jesus Christ. So you have endeavoring to keep the, the unity of the Spirit and the bond of peace. So we could sit there and talk and praise the Lord, and we all love the Lord. But I took exception. Of course, I had to open my big mouth. And I took exception with their plan. And I, I just, the Spirit came upon me, I had to speak out against it. And I think they were taken back by the response. The, the meeting pretty much closed up after, after I said what I said. Before I tell you what I said, let me, let me just explain something. Which, to understand what's wrong with it, let me give you an account of a story I know of. There was a young fella that was in college, and he was living with his parents. 
And they had built, him and his father had built a nice um, room apartment downstairs, brand new, the walls were all up, you know, the, the spackle on the walls, all cleanly made. And it was final time. And you know, at final time in college, you have all your tests at one point, you have all your papers at one point. The pressure, especially for those that are good students, is tremendous. You got to stay up all night studying, writing papers, preparing for multiple tests. In this particular instance, the young fella was under so much stress, someone in the family was taunting him and teasing him that he got so mad, he lashed out and he hit his hand and where did it go? Right on the brand new sheetrock in the middle of the studs. And you know how the modern day sheetrock is. If you hit it in the middle of the studs, you make a big gaping wide hole, right? So his mother got automatically afraid saying when the father comes home, after they put up these walls in this apartment and sees that he just knocked in this wall, there's going to be a terrible argument. He's never going to finish studying. He'll never be able to take his tests. So she said to him, don't mention it when your father comes home. And she ran upstairs. My father came in. She said to him, look, he's got to pass those tests. Don't talk about it. This is what happened. But I don't want you to get angry about it. Make believe it's not there. Let's not talk about it. Let him take his finals, let him get his papers, and he won't graduate otherwise. And then we'll deal with it a few weeks down the road. So the father comes downstairs. There's this big hole in the sheetrock, right? And they, everyone starts to talk. And it was like the hole wasn't there. And that went on for a couple of weeks, making believe that this big hole in the sheetrock was not there. And everyone got along fine. There was no arguments, right? There was no discussions, no problems, because everyone just ignored the hole in the wall, the gaping hole. I'm telling you this because it's an illustration of what happens in a room when church leaders get together. Everyone can be friendly, everyone can love each other, be brothers, because we're avoiding the gaping hole in the wall. That's what's wrong with their logic of, I'll send your people back to you, you send my people back to me, we're one, we're in agreement. The problem with that logic is, and I brought it up to them, I said, look, there are a plenitude of issues. It's great that we all love Jesus Christ, and we are one in spirit, and we want to serve him. But I could bring up right now in this room numerous issues, you know, the gifts of the Spirit, place of deeds versus grace. And as you go through each one of them, you can feel people start to move away. Baptisms, communion, translations, um, the nature of the Trinity, eschatology. There are so many different things. If someone comes to one of us and says, how am I saved? We all sound the same when we start out. Well, you've got to accept Jesus Christ. But if you listen to the conversation, you know, a few minutes down the road, and what do you do? What is the place of church tradition? There's so many issues in the church that after a few minutes, we don't sound alike. Now, if we're the elders, if we're the pastors of the church, and we can't agree, we don't have the mind of Christ you can start a debate in the room just between your Baptists and your, um, your ones that don't believe in the gifts of Spirit versus the Pentecostals, you'd have an argument going for hours, right? Just on one area, and there's so many other areas. It doesn't happen because we ignore it. There's this gaping hole of disagreement. But everyone can get along just fine if we don't speak about it. But in reality, it's there, and it's not wrong that we get along and love each other in the Lord and ignore it for a time. There's a place for that. But when you start talking about reporting on people 
And we, the elders, can't agree. We can't get the mind of Christ and find out what does the Lord Jesus say and be in agreement. How can you place such a burden on people that they can't choose by free will, I want to go here, I want to go there, I want to go here? Because we're really, we're one in spirit, but we're not one in the mind of Christ. We have a problem. There's confusion. There are, there's a big gaping hole. And if we can't heal it, if we can't fix it, then why would you put such a burden on the person? They have to go where the Lord Jesus Christ sends them. Now, there are those that every time they get convicted will just leave. That's fine. But if we all preach the same thing anyway, if we really are one, right, they're going to get convicted every place they go, so that's not going to solve their problems. You don't need a Gestapo mechanism of reporting on people when we have a bad problem ourselves. You can be one in spirit. You can love each other in the Lord and all love Jesus Christ, but there are problems in the church today because we have a big gaping hole of disagreement. There are issues that have to be solved, and the only way they're solved is through the love of Jesus Christ and seeking the mind of Christ. And Lord willing, that part we'll talk about more the next time. Many issues divide the church today. Doesn't stop us from being brothers. You have to have the true word of God, the fullness of the mind of Christ. I've seen discussions, people many times will point to the division in church history between the Catholic Church and the Protestant Church. Look at the discussions over free will versus predestination, which in itself sounds like a trivial area, right? But really speaks about the motivation, how a person looks at life, why God does what he does. And if you start a conversation about that, you can have a tremendous split among people that generally love the Lord Jesus Christ. Authority, is it top-down or bottom-up in the church? There are so many different areas that the people need to pray about and seek the Lord. So we have to be sensitive to being one in spirit and love with anyone that believes in Jesus Christ, that believes in the Bible. Next time, I'm going to try to give some differentiation between where are the boundaries? We were speaking about this after church last week, where there's a certain boundary of what we know to be the brethren. When are you being too inclusive? And where to be able to know that you have to deal with issues? There are things that divide. Some people are too tight. There are some groups that are so tight that they can't accept any believer. Eschatology is another area. You know, last day events. If you're a, a mid rapture, mid-seven-week rapture, as opposed to a start of the seven-week rapture, they won't fellowship with you. So, I mean, there's, there's differentiation. Lord willing, we'll, we'll get into that. But for today, one in spirit, we can love the Lord Jesus Christ. We should love any brethren that believes on Jesus Christ, that accepts him. They're his children. On the other hand, we have to recognize there is indeed a problem in the church. And Lord willing, we'll be able to look next time at what the solution is for that. How do we come to the perfect man? At some point, how do we come to the fullness of Christ, the knowledge of the Son of God? The truth in him must settle issues in the church so that we're truly one mind speaking one truth, the full truth of the Son of God with one voice to be the one bread but apart from this, 
we have just the reality of that gaping hole. How can we impose such an unfair burden of control on people if we don't have the one mind of Christ? And even if we do, they still are free in Jesus, right? There is one father, there is one teacher, and we are all brethren. How ridiculous to impose controls like that on the congregation, and how more ridiculous with this gaping hole. That meeting was killed by a discussion, right? It was of, of, of the, because no, no one in that room wanted to touch the issues that divided the church because it would have broken up real fast anyway, so it kind of killed the whole reporting system. Lord willing, we'll talk about how to repair that gaping hole of confusion and teaching the church next time. Heavenly Father, we thank you for, for your word. And we, Lord, we ask for wisdom in all these things. We ask for a motivation of love in our hearts, Father, not to be arrogant and brazen. Father God, to be able to reach out and see your body restored and made whole, Lord, that we would be in agreement with our brethren throughout the world. And Father, we pray for your knowledge, Lord, that when we agree, if we agree asking anything according to your will, we know we have that which we have asked of you. Show us your will, Father. Show us your truth. Help, Lord, your body throughout this world deal with these difficult issues that have divided over the centuries. In Jesus' name, amen. We invite you to visit Shi'ar Jashub on the web. The address is www.shiarjashub.org. That's S-H-E-A-R hyphen J-A-S-H-U-B dot O-R-G. Make it your site for serious Bible study. And may the Lord Jesus bless you as you serve him.